0: Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Sammy's Suntan by Goldie Down. Sammy sauntered leisurely through the academy gates and out onto the highway. He didn't want to arouse suspicion by hurrying. No one, seeing the casual way he swung along, would guess that under his trousers he wore his swim trunks and that under his bright sports shirt his heart was pounding wildly. "'for Sammy was off to the beach "'for an afternoon's enjoyment of sun and sand. "'I'm not really breaking any rules,' he reassured his conscience. "'The dean doesn't mind our going swimming "'if we have nothing else to do.' "'But he squirmed inwardly as his conscience reminded him "'that those were not exactly the dean's words. "'Now, boys,' the dean had said, "'I'm not a spoil sport. "'I have no objection to you going swimming, "'provided you do not go alone.' and provided you have transport, and provided you're not supposed to be at work, and provided your lesson assignments are all up to date. Just ask me for permission any time all these requirements are met, and I can give it. I don't have any work this afternoon, Sammy told his conscience. All my assignments are up to date. What about going off alone, the inner voice argued. You know the dean says it's dangerous to swim alone. If there are two or more, one can always shout or go for help if the other gets into difficulties. The beaches near here are famous for their undertow, and That's taken care of, too, Sammy retorted. I won't be swimming. I'm only after a suntan. I've gotten so pale being stuck inside classrooms. Conscience was quiet for the time being. It did try to protest again when Sammy, now well out of sight of the academy, stuck out his thumb to hitch a ride. "'That's against the rules, too,' Conscience prodded. "'Yes, but...' At that moment, a little red VW screeched to the edge of the road and Sammy hopped in beside the driver. "'Where you want to go?' inquired the youth at the wheel. "'To the beach, twenty miles south. If you're going that far, I'm off for a spot of sun.' "'Sure,' the driver mumbled as he floored the gas pedal. "'Be glad to let you off at the crossroads.' Fifteen minutes later, Sammy thanked his benefactor and set off down the crossroad. In no time at all, he was plodding across the sand dunes and on to the wide, wave-washed shore. For a while, he stood with his hands on his hips and his head thrown back, breathing the fresh, salt-laden air and feasting his eyes on the expanse of blue sea and sky and the endless lines of white-capped breakers near the shore. Then he sat down on the sand and removed his shoes and socks. The warm sand felt wonderful between bare toes. This is the life, he thought, Standing up again to survey the scene, not a soul in sight. Ah, yes, one lone fisherman out there on the rocks. Sammy took off his shirt and pants and folded them neatly beside his shoes before he sprinted over the firm sand to the water's edge. Gingerly, he tried the ocean with his toes. Not too bad, but I'm not going swimming anyway. I'll just paddle along a bit and see if anyone's around. He splashed his way to the far headland and got out, satisfied that he had the whole beach to himself. This was a quiet place at any time, and on this day just about everyone else was either at work or at school. The lone fisherman on the rocks was intent on his sport and not likely to move until dusk. This is the life, he thought again, stretching out on his stomach and idly sifting the white sand through his fingers. Those poor guys back at the academy are all working or studying. I wanted Bill to come with me, but he said he had to cram for a math test tomorrow. I have a test in physics tomorrow, for that matter. But why worry? Let tomorrow take care of itself. The hot sun made him feel drowsy. In between dozes, he periodically turned over to toast his back or his chest. Perspiration dampened his swimsuit, and Sammy was struck with sudden inspiration. Why not get a complete suntan while I'm at it? He leaped to his feet and surveyed the scene. Still not a human in sight except for the dot of a fisherman far out on the rocks. Great idea, he chuckled, and shed his swimsuit. Won't the boys laugh when they hear about this? Once again he plopped down on his stomach and spread himself over the sand. Come on, Ultraviolet, he invited. You can't get too hot for me. The sunlit hours passed delightfully. All too soon, it seemed, his watch told him it was time to go. He looked down at the telltale pink of his bare thighs. "'You'll be a fine tan by tomorrow,' he chortled as he donned his swimsuit "'and scuffed through the sand to where he'd left his clothes. "'Yes, siree, this is the way to do things. "'Suntan from top to toe.' "'He put on his shirt and pants and headed toward the highway "'to thumb a ride back to school. "'As he walked, though, his pants seemed to cling to his legs "'and scrape and scratch with every step. "'Even his soft shirt seemed like sandpaper to his skin. "'Strange,' he thought. "'I hadn't noticed cloth was so rough before.' He felt a twinge of uneasiness. I hope I haven't overdone it. By the time he was back at the academy, there was no doubt in his mind. He had overdone it. His skin was fiery red. It seemed to have shrunk, and every movement made it feel as if it would split. Bill met him on the stairs. What on earth have you done to yourself? You're as red as a boiled lobster. Shut up, Sammy hissed through cracked lips. Then his pain made him ask, Do you know anything that's good for sunburn? "'A shower,' said Bill promptly. "'It hurts like mad, but it seems to limber up the skin "'and take some of the sting out of the burn.' "'I'll try it while you guys are at supper,' Sammy moaned. "'I don't want anything to eat. "'If anyone asks where I am, say I've gone to bed sick.' "'I'll call the nurse,' offered Bill. "'Don't you dare. It's only a bit of sunburn. "'I'll take a shower and go to bed. "'It'll be all right by morning.' "'But it wasn't. "'He hardly slept a wink all night. "'His whole body seemed to be on fire.' He was sure he knew now what it felt like to be burned at the stake. By morning, he was moaning and groaning and in such a wretched condition that Bill went off to get the dean. The dean took one look at Sammy and telephoned the school nurse. Little by little, the story came out as the dean helped the nurse apply a soothing cream. Suntan, the dean snorted. My boy, by the time all these layers of burned skin peel off, you'll be as pale as a ghost underneath. How anyone could be so foolish, I don't know. He shook his head in bewilderment. We'll say nothing about the broken rules for the time being, but... The dean left the sentence in midair. If you sin, you suffer, the nurse murmured sympathetically. She brought Sammy cold drinks and did all she could to relieve the agony of his sunburn. But it was days before he could get out of bed. Even when he felt well enough to attend classes again, he had to carry a pillow everywhere with him. He couldn't bear to sit on anything hard, and if any of his forgetful pals gave him a friendly slap on the back, Sammy's anguished yell could be heard halfway across the campus. How his academy friends laughed when they heard the full story and saw blistered Sammy carrying his soft pillow everywhere. But it wasn't the envious, admiring laughter that he had envisioned. Somehow the school nurse's words seemed to take deep root in Sammy's mind. If you sin, you suffer.